Warning, the following podcast may contain spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this issue 42 of DC Primetime. Uh, this is indeed the final issue of DC Primetime for the 2016 year. Uh, and in fact, our first year, 2016, uh, as we started this podcast back in February of this year, 2016. So we are very excited to have gotten through the first year. And uh, we're very excited to see what 2017 is going to hold for us. But from the Showcast Spotlight here on the Next Level Podcast Network, I am Ben Beck. And joining me this week is nobody. I am all alone. Uh, But that's all right. Uh, Unfortunately, I had something come up last week and I was unable to do the podcast last week. But uh, Rob from the Caffeine Crew cast of pods, also right here on the Next Level Podcast Network. Uh, was gracious enough to cover and make sure the news was done for you guys and did a great intro to my panel um, uh, that was done at Heroes and Villains Atlanta uh, back in November. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I would love to hear your feedback on that. Uh, But of course, a special thanks goes out to Rob for doing uh, for covering the podcast for me last week because, you know, these things come up, sometimes things happen, and I did actually have something uh, pertaining to my girlfriend and her family. I'm not going to go into any detail of it, but uh, I was unable to do the podcast. But that is the beauty, of course, uh, of having somebody that you trust and somebody that you uh, you enjoy working with. And I know Rob listens to every podcast after we record it. I know in particular he's going to listen to this one uh, because he was not a part of it. Uh, so... He doesn't know I'm doing this, but Rob, of course, I thank you so much. I couldn't have picked a better partner uh, to do this podcast with. And since it's the end of the year, of course, I'm going to thank you for that. And uh, I can't wait to see what the rest of 2017 holds for this podcast. And of course, we appreciate you guys, the listeners. I mean, this is the reason why we do this is for you guys. Rob and I do this for fun, but, you know, we, of course, do it because... You know, we know you guys enjoy listening. Uh, Speaking of, by the time you are listening to this, the Christmas day will be over. Uh, But that does not mean we don't, of course, wish you guys the merriest of holidays, the happiest of holidays, and the merriest of Christmas days. Uh, Some people celebrate throughout the week. So uh, we hope that you enjoyed your Christmas holiday, and we hope that you are enjoying the rest of your week as it is the last week of 2016. However, that does not mean we are not still doing a podcast right smack at the beginning of 2017 as we will still have a new podcast for you next week. Uh, The shows are on break, but that doesn't mean we're still not going to keep you up to date with the news as we do every week. And, you know, fill you in next week, as a matter of fact, um, we were originally going to do this a couple weeks ago. Uh, last week, as a matter of fact, we were going to go over all of five chapters of Telltale Batman. Um, but, you know, because of things working out the way they did with me, unable to do the podcast. And, of course, this week uh, I gave Rob the uh, 
the opportunity to spend the holidays with his wife and his family and not have to worry about the podcast this week. But um, we were going to do Telltale Batman, and we wanted to give you guys an opportunity to play it because we knew some of you weren't going to be getting it until Christmas time. So we wanted you guys to have get your hands on it, have a week or two to play it. So, um, you know, hopefully those of you who got it for Christmas over this past weekend, you guys are going to have the opportunity to play it throughout this week uh, because we want to know what you think about it before we go ahead and spoil the shit out of it uh, next next week's podcast. Um, but as usual, what we're going to do this week is I'm going to bring you a couple of news stories and then I am going to play two interviews from, this is going to be a relatively shorter podcast, even shorter than last week, uh, as the interviews that I have this week, there's only two of them that I'm that I'm going to play, uh, more, uh, coverage from my heroes and villains time in Atlanta. Um, and not every, not, not both interviews this week are DC related. Uh, the first one is indeed DC related as it was with Matt Ryan, who you would know who played Constantine in the TV show Constantine and of course reprised the role not only on Arrow but will be reprising the role as the voice of Constantine in Justice League Dark, which I did get to speak to him about, so you'll get to hear a little bit about that. Uh, and the other interview I'm going to play for you guys is not a DC property. It is, in fact, a Marvel property, but I'm super proud of every interview that I do, and I have a feeling you guys would still enjoy this interview. Uh, it is actually with Sean Gunn, who you would know played Craglin on Guardians of the Galaxy. So we talked, obviously, about Guardians of the Galaxy. We talked a little bit about Gilmore Girls and the Gilmore Girls revival. Eh, some of you might not be into that. Uh, and, of course, we did talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, too. So we're going to play both of those interviews for you in full. It's only going to be about 10 minutes so it's nothing, nothing super long. So we're going to get through these news stories. We're going to go into those interviews. And then next week, we're going to come back and we're going to talk Telltale Batman. And I still have a ton of coverage that we got to get to you guys from Heroes and Villains Atlanta. I have my my panel with Rick Cosnett and Robbie Amell, which uh, I'm still in the process of getting the audio for, which I will have within the next two weeks. Uh, so probably not this next podcast when we're talking Telltale Batman, the following one. Uh, we're going to have the audio from that as part of the podcast. And um, we're going to have exclusive coverage of the Stephen Amell and the John Barrowman panels from Heroes and Villains Atlanta as well. Uh, we are the only ones that are going to have the uh, true production audio and video of those panels. It is exclusive to us, uh, which FanFest and Moshi Productions, the ones that record everything, uh, have given us the exclusivity to Next Level, to the Next Level Podcast Network for that as well. And of course, real quick before we get into the news stories, those of you who asked if there is indeed video of the panel, of the Arrow panel that I did, uh, because there was a dance off, so you guys got to hear that. Uh, there is video. I will be posting the video on the Next Level Podcast Network page, www.nextlevelradioonline.com. Um, I will be posting video of that on that page, and I'll link it to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash dcprimetime. Uh, but now, before we go into the news stories, one final thing I want to do, even though Rob is not with me this week, he did, of course, record a great little message for you guys. Uh, so I'm going to play that for you now, and then we will do the news stories. So, Rob, over to you. Hey, everybody, it's Rob. Uh, I just want to make sure to uh, get a second to record a little something to have added into episode 42, and that is a very warm and... You know, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everybody out there that listens to this show. And I got to say again, right off the bat, I did talk to a few people this week 
uh, and just kind of saying thanks to being awesome community members. And I got a lot of really warm messages in response saying, you know, thank you guys for doing the show. We really love listening. And I just want to say that meant a lot, uh, especially as we're getting close to the end of our, our very first year of this of this show. Me and Ben started this back in February of uh, 2016 when Legends of Tomorrow premiered. And uh, I was already excited to do this, but getting messages like that are kind of kind of reaffirm the reasons why we do the show every week. And uh, I wanted to make sure to say a very special thanks to you, all those people that have shared those thoughts that I haven't gotten a chance to get back to yet. But uh, a, a huge thanks. It means a lot to me. And uh, I know it means a lot to Ben as well. But uh, I do have a quick recommendation for this week, and that is actually a, another podcast, and that's coming from one of our community members, that being Paul Williams. I'm sure a lot of you have seen some of his posts on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash DC Primetime. Uh, but that is his uh, show called The Bats, Bows, and Books Podcast. And if you want to check him out, you can head over to facebook.com slash bats, B-A-T-S, bows, B-O-W-S, and then N, just the letter N, and then books, B-O-O-K-S. So bats, bows, and books. So check that out. Like I said, I'm looking forward to checking out uh, my first uh, listen of that as well. And uh, so definitely check that out during your uh, your time uh, between your commutes you know, uh, over the uh, Christmas break. I hope everybody enjoys their time. Uh, have fun with your family and friends. Make sure you enjoy celebrating and uh, get some well-deserved rest if you are lucky enough to do so. To those of you in the retail space, I am very, very sorry that you have to deal with the cast before it and directly after, but I hope you guys get a chance to breathe too. So, all right, guys. Well, I'll let Ben get back to it, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, me and Ben will be joining back up, and... Uh, doing some telltale batman so uh i'll talk to you guys all real soon bye so rob couldn't have said it better myself we appreciate you guys so much as listeners we can't believe we're so taken aback by you know the 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 you guys i mean you guys are what keep us doing this every week uh as i mentioned i couldn't have a better podcasting partner than rob so i'm super appreciative of him but we're also super appreciative of you uh, and we cannot wait to see what 2017 is going to hold for this podcast. So thank you guys so much for being a part of our audience, for being loyal listeners. We hope you guys spread the word get so we get some more loyal listeners uh, and we can do even bigger and better things when it comes to this DC Primetime Podcast. So as Rob had said, thank you so much for being a part of our listeners, uh, listening audience. And the recommendation as well for the BATS uh, for Paul's um, podcast, I've listened to a number of episodes already. It is a great podcast. Paul is a great loyal listener of ours, as we hope that you guys will be a loyal listeners of a loyal listener of his as well. Uh, but let's move on to the news stories. Just a couple we're going to go over for the moment, as I know some of these have been posted to the podcast to the the Facebook page already. Uh, and some of these may not have been. So Rob is much better at doing the news than I am, so I do apologize if it does not live up to the standards as usual. Um, but one, starting off with one we have posted to the Facebook page before, The Flash, uh, in news of The Flash, Teddy Sears talks about The Black Flash returning uh, to the show. Uh, as we know, in the Season 2 finale of The Flash, we saw Zoom transform into Black Flash, and we've all been wondering if we were going to see him return. In a recent interview with TV Guide, Teddy Sears, who played Zoom, has said Zoom has been transformed into Black Flash, who has quite a place in the mythology for The Flash. He's like a grim reaper for speedsters. Uh, Andrew Kreisberg, the head writer and EP, has 
has talked about their interest in having the Black Flash return at some point in the series. Uh, however, Teddy Sears has recently been on Fox's upcoming TV show, 24 Legacy. Uh, it had been... Uh, it would be a lot of fun to drop back into that world. We'll just have to see if the guys on the other end feel the same way. It sounds like they do, but it's funny. Now I belong to Fox, so there's lots of people who would have to give a thumbs up, but I really hope so. Uh, so that would be really cool. We would love to see Teddy Sears come back to uh, to the series. Uh, next up, two characters have been added to the Justice League film. Uh, according to the 2017 movie press kit from Warner Brothers, uh, they've confirmed that two famous DC characters will be appearing in the upcoming Justice League movie. Uh, the kit states that Jesse Eisenberg will have a featured role in the film, which means that Lex Luthor will be reprising his role. Uh, and the kit has also announced that Queen uh, Hippolyta will be in the film with Connie Nielsen reprising the role from the upcoming Wonder Woman standalone film. Uh, Lex Luthor has a starring role in Batman vs. Superman, as we know already, uh, and Eisenberg's portrayal of the character was met with mixed feelings from fans and critics, but the folks over at DC liked him enough. They're going to be bringing him back for the Justice League. Uh, and we really don't know um, what to expect with Queen Hippolyta yet, because we have not seen Wonder Woman. But if if it's any indication from what the trailers are showing, uh, it's going to be pretty cool to see her... Uh, See her show up in the Justice League film. Uh, next up, uh, Gotham City Sirens could start production by summer of 2017. Uh, this upcoming summer, uh, Gotham City Sirens has been picking up a lot of steam over the last few weeks as Margot Robbie and David Ayers have become attached to the budding project. Uh, Robbie will reprise his role as Harley Quinn in the spinoff, and she will lead a siren team that insists of Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. Uh, much, love, much like Suicide Squad, Gotham City Sirens will follow a group of more villainous characters, but they will be considered the protagonists. Antagonists. So uh, David Ayers wrote and directed Suicide Squad. He has also been tapped to return for Gotham City Sirens. Uh, for the movie, however, uh, he will only act as the director and not the writer of the film. So I'm definitely looking forward to that because I thought Margot Robbie killed it as Harley Quinn. Uh, this is pretty cool. The CW is going to rerun the entire Invasion crossover on back-to-back -back nights. Uh, if you missed it the first time around... Although rating suggests almost that nobody did, uh, the CW will be rerunning the entire Fortnite Invasion crossover event starting on January 9th through the 12th in the 8 p.m. time slot. Uh, obviously, Supergirl's episode Medusa was the show's mid-season finale unless only sort of related to Invasion, uh, but they are going to be playing that as well. So the episode titles, um, you know, for The Flash... Arrow and Legends were all Invasion, but Supergirl was Medusa. So if you missed it and you don't have it on your DVR, January 9th through the 12th is the time to tune into the CW to check out that. Um, next up, we have, uh, speaking of Invasion news, uh, Iris West's hilarious line in the CW crossover wasn't in the script. Uh, in the Flash's portion of the CW's Invasion crossover after Supergirl memorizes everyone's names in the, in the giant airplane hangar, which, come on, the Hall of Justice. Uh, you know, Iris delivered one of the funniest lines, what some people consider one of the funniest lines, is where she said, so Barry, so Oliver is the Green Arrow? Uh, and without missing a beat, she said, oh my God, he just got so much hotter. That line was not in the script. It was actually completely improvised by Candace Patton, which, uh, in my opinion, definitely increases her, her, uh, her likability, Candace Patton's likability. 
Uh, next up, will Diggle's son grow up to be Connor Hawk on Arrow? Guggenheim has said the answer. Uh, Arrow executive producer has weighed in on one of the big questions of the season with a resounding, we'll see. So he did not answer the question. Uh, earlier this season on The Flash, audiences learned how, as producers had teased all summer, John Diggle was impacted by the events of Flashpoint. Uh, it tied to the events of a fan-favorite episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow titled, uh, titled Star City 2016 from last season. Uh, when Connor Hawk, the Green Arrow who succeeded Oliver Queen in the comics, was introduced on Legends, there was a pretty big difference between his comic book version and his TV take. Um, and also, if you checked out my panel from Arrow, you will see... Uh, with the Arrowcast, uh, I actually got to talk to David Ramsey a little bit about this during the panel, uh, as did some of the audience members brought this up as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to handle this. Uh, more news back from the Justice League. Batman and Superman are going to argue over leadership. Not a surprise at all. Uh, sounds like fans may be in for a second round of Batman v Superman, though a much more lighthearted one in the Justice League. Superman will return somehow from the dead to join the DC Films Justice League. Having been assembled by Batman, the Dark Knight naturally feels like he should assume leadership and the Man of Steel may feel differently. Uh, there's pretty much an argument between him and Batman as to who the leader is, Henry Cavill, uh, the Superman star, told Total Film. Uh, he also said the same thing about, uh, on Jimmy Kimmel as well, too. Uh, so there's some of the news stories from the week. I apologize if there's any other big news that we may have missed, but if we did, we will get to it next week. Uh, so I want to reiterate again to, uh, back to Rob's point, uh, the recommendation of, uh, of Paul Williams, um, podcast to to check that out as well but uh, again we want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast it means so much to us uh and as this is the the last one of 2016 i wanted to reiterate that point as well uh so thank you guys so much for being a part of our listening audience thank you for joining us for this entire year we can't wait to see what the rest of this this great 2017 is going to hold for us uh, you know, our lives move forward outside of this podcast, you know, with family, with relationships, with friends. And, you know, there's things that we try to juggle in our lives every day. But we always try our best to make this podcast a part of it. Not just this podcast, but every podcast that we do. Um, all of them included on the Next Level Podcast Network now, you know, with myself and my co-host Adam on the Showcast Spotlight where we do all of our interviews and Rob with, you know, the Caffeine Crew cast of pods and the great group of people that do that podcast every month, uh, myself included and when, when I can. And it's, um, you know, at my co-host Adam on, you know, from the Showcast Spotlight does his, his fantasy football podcast and he does his, his, um, his his beach beach pod which is his health and fitness podcast and we have our friend tracy hughes who does con talk which is all about the conventions and our friend pat who does the melting pat you know which is a big amalgamation of a bunch of things and you know there's other podcasts being planned to premiere in 2017 uh you know on the next level podcast network we love to podcast and we do it for you we do it for you guys who are listeners not every podcast is everybody's cup of tea but as the the family of the Next Level Podcast Network, we we do so many different things and we try to bring in as much as possible so that there's always something. There's at least one thing for everybody. 
uh, who tunes into the network. And, you know, all of you guys that check out these DC shows, we're so glad that this is your cup of tea. This is the taste that you like and the flavor that you like. Uh, and we want to make it bigger. We want to make it better. We want to include you guys every way that we can. As I mentioned, our lives move forward. We do this the best that we can. We make this work. We make this fit. This will always be a part of what we do uh, for as long as we possibly can. So we cannot thank you enough. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this portion of the podcast. Uh, Following this, again, my interview with uh, Matt Ryan from Heroes and Villains Atlanta. Uh, where we talk about Constantine and uh, him playing that character. And, of course, Sean Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Gilmore Girls, and so many other great films. Uh, More footage to come, more uh, audio to come from other panels from Heroes and Villains, and it looks more and more likely I'm most likely going to be doing this yet again in March, going to Chicago for Heroes and Villains. So we'll have even more great footage coming out of that as well. So, again, enjoy the rest of your year guys thank you so much for being a part of this we will see you guys in 2017 enjoy the interviews guys let me know what you think when you get a chance i love to hear the feedback we'll see you guys around the bend all right guys this time i am here with mr matt ryan who you would know from constantine uh, as well as some other projects, but we're here at Heroes and Villains in Atlanta, so I'm, I have a feeling this is probably the one thing everybody knows you for more than anything else, at least at this con. Is it a safe bet to say? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's such an iconic character, and to kind of, uh, you know, it, it was on network television in America, and uh, to kind of do this this rendition on TV, yeah, I think it is the thing that I'm most, most known for, you know. I, I've mostly done theater in my life, but, uh, you know, yeah, Constantine is probably a thing. Most, yeah, most and uh, you know, it was it, it was a real bummer to all of us because I know it, you know when the show didn't get picked up for a second season, mm-hmm. and but you ha- I I would have to imagine that the outcry of the fans. How did it make you feel to to know that the fans had fallen in love pretty much with this with this character, even though it hadn't come about, and there was such an outcry for it to be brought back in in one way or another. Uh, it, it, it's great. It's 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 been like an amazing kind of phenomenon in a way. Like it's been two years since the show, since we we finished shooting the show uh, here in Atlanta, and uh, and people are kind of still jonesing for it, and that's amazing, you know. And it, uh, as we were saying earlier on, it's, it's such an iconic character, and to, to kind of have the backing of the fans, man, you know, with such an iconic character. The the, the show could have got cancelled because I was shit. You know, because because the fans went, who is this douchebag trying to play John Con- our John Constantine? You know, yeah. because people have a, a real kind of ownership and an affiliation with him. And uh, but the fact that it, that didn't happen and that the fans were really kind of behind it was was uh, was and is kind of uh, a real amazing amazing thing. Yeah, and if there's any kind of constantly, you know, if there's any guarantee that that wasn't the case at all, that it wasn't your it wasn't you mm. that they hated, you know, about the fact that the show was cancelled. The fact that you were brought back on Arrow, you know, on an episode yeah, of Arrow. Yeah, it says a lot, doesn't it? Like, that everybody loved the fact that not only were we getting to see this character again, but you were the one behind the face of the character playing it in this universe. You're still within this universe, you know, and you're making the return of television. And I know I was just as excited as everybody else to see you make that that appearance on Arrow. And I know I'm just as excited as everybody else to find out if and when we're ever going to see Constantine return to Arrow again. Um, well... It, it was it was so great to like do do 
the episode of Arrow. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After the disappointment of the show not being picked up, and and it was great to kind of like you know dust the trench coat off and get back in there and mm-hmm. and, and play this character opposite like you know another character in the DC universe which he hadn't interacted with in the world that we had created. So mm-hmm. that was like really really good fun to do, man. And like and in terms of kind of like playing him again, I mean there's, there's so many great stories for this character. Um, to be told and, and whoever kind of you know uh, is lucky enough to play him again you know he's such an amazing character and uh, uh, you know I, I'd, 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 I'd love to play him again but we'd, you know, we'd have to see in what context that would be yeah and I know I'm, I'm ex- as excited as well too Justice League Dark mm. you're getting to voice the character yeah. so in essence you really are still bringing the character back yeah it's great right because like you know we did the TV show the show didn't get picked up then I did like an episode of Arrow I've been off doing other things I've done a play I'm, you know I've got a bunch of great projects and then I get to like do the voice of him and, yeah. and like what's great about Justice League Dark animation is is we 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 see it constantly interacting again with different characters that mm-hmm. we didn't get to do in 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 the in the show in, in the live action show with like Zatanna and Deadman and, and Batman and that's one of my favorite relationships yeah. in that in that uh, obviously Zatanna which is a huge kind of emotional cause for Constantine but uh, his relationship with Batman is like great it was so much fun to kind of like just jam that shit up yeah uh, I'm gonna do something that doesn't play off well on it, audio but a friend of mine. Uh, you were at New York Comic Con a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and we sat through, a friend of mine and I actually sat through about four different panels just so that we could be up at the front of your um, oh, really? the is that, premiere. Is that, is that how it works? Yes. If, if you stay in, you can move up closer as they leave oh, people right. out. But we sat through four different panels just to get to the front to see the premiere oh, of Constantine. Shit, a friend of mine actually dressed up as Constantine for this. Yeah. And I want to show you this picture just so he can hear your reaction to this. You may have even remembered him being there, but just so he can hear the reaction. This was his, con- his Constantine oh, wow. cosplay. Oh, that's cool. Oh wow, dude, that's 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 great. Yeah. So the and tie, this the tie's a little bit like bright red, but you know what's funny? Dude, he looks like Aaron Paul. He looks like Aaron Paul. <laughs> and I think uh, he's Aaron gotten Paul's, that before. Aaron Paul could probably play Constantine. He'd be a really good Constantine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope the the fans here in Atlanta have been treating you well, and I appreciate you spending some time with me. Thank you, my so, friend. So, and hopefully we'll see you one day you, back oh, on Arrow. Never say never. All right. Thanks a lot. My pleasure, man. All right, guys, Ben back here with another interview here at Heroes and Villains Fan Fest Atlanta. This time I am joined by the one and only Mr. Sean Gunn, who you would know from, well, most notably, obviously we're here at Heroes and Villains, so Guardians of the Galaxy, probably the biggest thing you're known for while you're here. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of what gets me in the door at cons. Um, There's a lot of rabid Guardians fans out there, but... Particularly right now, there are also a lot of rabid Gilmore Girls fans well, yeah, out there. Well, yeah, the reboot that's coming the back. The reboot is dropping on Friday, and so I have to say that right now, they, the Gilmore people are kind of overwhelming the Guardians people. Really? But yeah, but I, you know what? Increasingly, I have people who are familiar with both and who are more sort of um, aware of my work in general, which is always a really gratifying thing for an actor when you feel like you're, you just have more of a presence out yeah. there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you a part of the of the Gilmore Girls reboot that's that's coming out? Yes, I was. Uh, yeah, I'm in three of the four uh, episodes that are airing, and it was a little tricky because I was shooting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two simultaneously, so I was kind of having to travel back and forth between the two uh, locations and, and navigate the and navigate yeah. things. But um, you yeah, know. Um, talking a little bit into uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Uh, this was obviously this was a, a Marvel property that not too many people were familiar with, mm -hmm. and it's very quickly become probably one of the biggest fan favorites out of all of them, myself included. I think yeah. out of everything that we've seen come out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Guardians is still to this day probably one of my favorites. Doctor Strange, a very close second, which recently came out. I dug Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was a, definitely a, a different take on any Marvel movie that we've seen so far. But how has it been knowing that the outcry of the fans and how much they've loved? something like this um it's i mean it's been insane i i don't know you can never it's so hard to measure how how much an audience is going to respond to something i think it's 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 way easier to think oh people are going to like this if people or people aren't going to like this than it is to know that it's going to be a smash success but i always was very confident that guardians was going to find an audience that loved it. I just didn't know how large that audience was yeah. going to be. And it turned out to be massive. Yeah, yeah, it did. And uh, and so I just think it's awesome. I mean, I'd never heard of the property before mm -hmm. before uh, my brother got hired to, to make the movie. So, um, but I, I love it. I think, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I, I, I just, I really am proud of the work that, that we did on that movie. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the challenge uh, in the first film of you know playing one of the Reavers yourself, but also uh, you were the the body for Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, I play Rocket on set. So basically, um, you know, uh, the, what what the way that went down was that my brother James, who uh, wrote and directed the movie, um, he let me know you know a couple of weeks before they were going into rehearsals. He talked to me about this, and he's like, "Look, I need a, a, an actor there." to play Rocket. Um, and, you know, uh, Bradley Cooper wasn't wasn't cast until well into the process of making the movie. Mm -hmm. We were already over halfway done making the movie when they even cast um, when they even cast Bradley and Vin. So, um, so they didn't know what, what Rocket was going to be like exactly. So, but he knew he knew that he wanted a, uh, an actor there. That he didn't want just somebody just reading lines off, off camera and whatever. And so we, so, uh, they hired me to show up, and my brother and I sort of learned on the fly what process would be the best in terms of helping the other actors in the scene mm -hmm. and helping the visual effects uh, folks so that they could build some sort of reference for Rocket until they you know, hired the person who was going to do the voice. Um, and it just turned out to be a really good process. I mean, in the... In the, the uh, in rehearsals, we learned that it was better if I actually got in there with the actors rather than do it from off, you know, from behind the camera or whatever. Yeah. And that I actually have a have a reference there. Um, I I actually got down on my hands and knees and look, <laughs> used some of the the skills I'd learned about animal mimicry in <laughs> acting school. That's literally true, you know. And uh, and got got down and, and got my eyes to where rocket size would be, and we started shooting the scenes that way and it just worked really well and then when and, and it gave the the visual effects team so uh, a lot to work with so that then later when Bradley Cooper uh, came in to really breathe life into the character um, there was a, I, I would like to think there was a lot for him to play with because you know the I think the actors were a little more engaged and um, the animators were a little a little more specific about what was going on and then he goes in and, and uh, you know he kills it you know, filling out the, the the rest of the he's awesome, I think, and, and filling out the whole the whole thing. And so we did the same thing in the second movie. I mean, it's a it's a 
it's a cool process. So did you you did you redo the pro the process of being Rocket again in the second movie? Completely, or did they have... completely. Okay. I did it even more. Like one thing I think that they learned from the first movie was that the first movie we focused a lot more just on the moments when Rocket is speaking. Mm -hmm. um, when he's not speaking, I didn't get in there too often, and I think they found in posts that like. It was kind of easier if they if they had a reference for everything, even the action shots. So I did even more work in the second movie in terms of being in, in more shots and in more, um, you know, I, I was they have some sort of visual reference for almost every shot in the movie yeah. that, that Rockets in. So like, um, uh, so that is uh, that was really cool. It is a lot of work, um, but it's really gratifying work, and I think that it um, I think it contributes. You know, any part I can play to contributing to the success of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, we're definitely fans with all of our listeners are fans, so I definitely appreciate you spending some time with me Thank today. Thank you. And we wish you luck with the second movie. I'm sure it's going to be just as successful. I appreciate it. I hope you like it May 5th. So, all right. Thanks I'm a lot. In. Thank you.